We are once again proud to be sponsored by Picture News. Did you know Picture News, the weekly current affairs resource for schools, is a fantastic way for children to explore and extend their vocabulary? Each week, as well as their poster and big question, three assemblies, newspaper, British values link, UN rights of a child link, PowerPoint and virtual assembly. Just so much included in the one resource. Children are also exposed to a range of emotion vocabulary and the special vocabulary section focuses on the technical vocabulary. Why not give it a try? Listeners of the two Mr. P's in a podcast can grab themselves a free tube by visiting www.picture-news.co.uk and quoting Mr. P. That's www.picture-news.co.uk. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 86, season 4, episode 26, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me Mr. P and the other Mr. P. There we did it, that was first take as well. That was alright that, sounded We're decent. back with a bang Sounded guys. decent and we I'm sat very close to the microphone because <laughs> we had a lot of complaints last time so I am sorting that out. Yeah, we are back for another half term's worth of episodes. We're going to keep them weekly, guys. We're going to keep them coming thick and fast to help you get through what would usually be a relaxing, sort of easing into the summer holidays, but it doesn't seem to be that way. No, it doesn't. Two words. (laughs) Catch up. (laughs) Yeah. Lost learning. Yeah. (laughs) Get in the bin. Absolute shit. (laughs) Yeah. But we hope you have had a good break, guys. I know we, well, we took two weeks. Uh, I had two weeks off uh, school and we needed the break. I know you were only off for a week, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah, we had two weeks off. So we hope you've all had a fantastic, but it seems like ages. It seems ages. It does. We we did it at the start of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost been like three weeks, but we um, we are back. We hope you enjoyed the chinwag. We did with Maz Evans during the break. She was lots of fun. We've got another chinwag coming this week as well. Um, so yeah, there's lots lots of stuff that's been going on. We first just want to start by dedicating this episode to our grandma. Our grandma Maureen, our dad's mum, who sadly passed away during the, the holidays. Um, 89. Hell of an innings. Yeah. Um, we're very blessed. I feel like we're very, very lucky to have you know, people in our lives who are so special, so different. I mean, I know most of the podcast are very familiar with um, Nana Maureen, but Grandma Maureen was just as much of a legend. She was not as outspoken, not as yeah. loud and brash as our Nana Maureen, but she still had a yeah, she still had a lot about her, didn't she? So yeah, and it was it it's been it's been a tough couple of weeks because she was it was it's just a weird one like. Went to see her about a month ago and, 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 you know, she was a little bit short of breath, um, but she was fine. She was absolutely with it. She was so excited about the book. She was talking to us about all sorts and then it, she had a bit of a fall, ended up in hospital and, yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, when, when um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been very sad. We had the funeral on Friday. Um, 
our dad gave gave one hell of a send off with his eulogy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, so it has been a bit of um, a mixed bag with the with the whole half term because you know we. I managed to get away to mum's caravan for a few days, so I was able to spend some quality time with the children, but having that happen was always a bit of a yeah, a bit of a gloomy cloud over it all. But um yeah, a lovely send off at a funeral on Friday. So yeah, we just want to dedicate this episode to her. She was an absolute legend. I know she loved us all very, very much and we, we absolutely love her too and we will continue to try and make her as proud as we possibly can do with everything that we do. Yeah, rest in peace. Love you always, grandma. So, talking of the caravan, so we went up, we went, well, we sort of organised the meal, my mum organised the meal for us uh, all to go on Sunday. See, there's something I can't do. What, organise a meal? No, no, I can organise a meal. I don't know, actually, can I? I'd have to to try it out. Um, No, it's when you say things like, when we went up, we went up, or I'm going down. To Birmingham. It's more across, or really. To I'm North going. Wales. Honestly, I'm nowhere at all. I take a gamble every time. <laughs> I take a, a blind swing, and I often get corrected. If it's like, "What are you doing at the weekend?" Like, I'm going up to Birmingham. People are like, "No, no, you're, you're going down." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Well, if I'm going to Birmingham, I'm definitely going down." <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Don't get your tufts in a twist. But yeah, so um, yeah, we did. Well, I was. We were going up for a few days, second week, hoping things were going to be quiet. But we did organise to go for a meal, which was an absolute disaster <laughs> from yeah, the was. moment we got there. Pub was just so understaffed. It was ridiculously busy. Um, and our mum has managed to get us a refund. I know, yeah. She, I don't know what she said in that email, but just got a lot text. of anger. Got a text. I've sent this really long, <laughs> really long. Just basically, she carried. Yeah. She carried away to a, a refund there. So, um, But you st- you, you've been to Caravan. Quite a bit. I, I've got a little question to ask, a little mystery here as to how how in the world, I don't know whether this is because I'm in a caravan or whatever, but how in the world does anyone sleep if they live near a coast, right? If you live near the coast, near the beach, mm. I cannot get my head around how any of you sleep. Now, the caravan itself... Uh, can get quite hot in the lovely weather. Lovely weather. It was that, you know, you know, we were due to be in Dubai, uh, that week we had uh, booked it after rearranging it twice to go out and do some work. We'd arranged to take the kids as well. Obviously, that's been postponed because of the, everything going on. So we decided to supplement it with a little trip to sunny Prestatin. And I'm not going to lie, when the sun was out and I was at that Nova Center having a little beer, you know, you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> you couldn't tell the difference it's between like, Prestatin and Dubai. It's like thingy though, isn't it? It's, that's like, you know thinking you're having a KFC and then getting an SFC from Iceland, <laughs> the Southern Fried Chicken, complete rip-off. Yeah. I'm sure they've been recalled many a time due to infestations. Like chicken's foot being yeah, breaded exactly, or whatever it yeah. might be. But, um, but yeah. What, I, but, I but, can what sleep. The... I can sleep in no. the caravan. It, but there's a couple of things crucial. Because um, normally you're tired... The old sea air, the sea breeze. <laughs> oh, is it, it'll not come out any time you got the kids near the beach or whatever. It's just like, they'll sleep tonight. The, the sea air will knock them out. Um, but it's all about the fan. You just need a decent fan. It's not, no. Well, yeah, it does get hot and stuffy when it's when it's sunny. I always have a massive fan next to me. They always, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the seagulls. Like, <laughs> the seagulls. When the seagulls. See the trollop when the seagulls 
seen as the pee. Follow the time. <laughs> Trying to sleep. They make... I, I, I'm not being funny. These seagulls around this caravan, I've never heard anything like it. One of them sounded like a seagull. The other one sounded like a human being attacked. There was one point... Oh, like, do you mean like two, a... <gasps> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I woke up and I, I, I thought someone was being assaulted outside the caravan to the point where I went to have a look outside the blinds. Just a seagull there, just giving it the biggin. Probably I, found a very old chip. Probably just sounded like me trying to sing. The seagull equivalent of me <laughs> trying to like, sing. Or just like, if a seagull found like a plate of chips that had been left, yeah. that's the noise of joy. <laughs> just like trying to tell all its boys. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I've never known anything like it. Then it came back for the second night. Not enough the first night. Let's get attacked again the second night. So I had a great time with the kids, but my word was I tired when I got home. That's um, the air. That's the air. That's the air. But yeah, it's been. Um, well, it's been. It's been. It's been great. Euros fever. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, yeah. we were. We were. We were loving the 2018 World Cup. Huge. Yeah, I and mean, now the Euros is back. I mean, I am. Um... I am a different animal when it comes to uh, England in football competition. Well, in any competition, really, but in football, like the major tourneys, I am a different breed. And uh, it's just exciting times, isn't it? It's it's nervy times, it's stressful times, but times nonetheless. Yeah. we. I mean, it just... You just get gripped by it, don't you? Just... You just can't help. Just, I can't help myself. I can't. I just get excited. I'm trying not to get too carried away, but you just can't help yourself. And um, yeah, so that, that's that been a plus. The weather, unreal. Weather's been very good, yeah. Got the hot tub back out. Nice. Um, I mean, it's a right palaver. I don't know if anyone else has one of these mobile hot tubs. It's Your neighbours have gone so long without seeing the chippies. <laughs> Going to be good. It's chippy fever. Euro fever and chippy fever. Um, but I mean, it does take a right while to get it all set up. And I, I've been putting it off for ages just thinking, is it worth it? Let me tell you, it most certainly is. Mm. It most certainly is. I mean, my electric bill is going to go through the roof, but I don't care. After a long, hard day. God, you sound so old. <laughs> just, Such a just dad a nice thing little, to say. Nice, nice little soak in the hot tub. It just it just makes the di- It's just the difference. It is the difference. <laughs> Can you believe you said, my electric bill's going to go through the roof. <laughs> oh, my days. It, it is. It is. It's like when we were around yours watching um, watching the footy the other day and I'm having yeah. a conversa- conversation with one of your mates about hose pipes. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, what, these new hose pipes? Couldn't get it working. I was like, mate, you should have got this one. I got off no. Amazon. Doesn't it even... Doesn't it even... It just... I got a wonderful hose from Amazon. <laughs> got a wonderful hose. The head on it's amazing. Has ten different, <laughs> ten different types of sprays. <laughs> oh god! Oh, I was giving it. Uh, that's when I realised I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Now it was all going in the right direction. Things were looking up. England won the first game. The sun has been shining. We were counting down the days until, of course, seventeenth of July, where we were due uh, to be doing our first live show in Leeds, which was a sellout. Uh, standard, yeah. <laughs> as expected. Oh, was it? Was it? <laughs> Two hundred and fifty tickets sold right on the cusp of finishing for the academic year. We thought this is going to be one hell of a night. We had a bit of a sesh planned as well, didn't we? Yeah, quite a few of our friends had booked tickets as well. We were going to stay over and make That's why it was sold either. out. <laughs> yeah, because it's just our friends. Everyone we know. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Boris, 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 Boris. One last big. Impression. 
Uh, <laughs> One last big effort to 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 to. <laughs> he had me. He had me for a minute. I because I was just like, hang on a second. He's actually gonna deliver. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. And it's only the last few days where I've been like, he's not gonna do it. He's not gonna do it. And he comes out. And he then, just. The thing is, and we spoke about this at the start of COVID. He doesn't fill you with confidence. Oh. He's such. A bumbling, waffling joke shop. Like, you know, you just, I just wish someone had come out and just be like, listen, I'm cutting the BS. Infections are bad. Like, it's this or this, and we've gone for this. Yeah. That's it. Not like, as you all know, the, the, the you know, we be, we've all been trying so hard at every stage, and it's just like, and you're just kind of like, what? And then he's just kind of like, and then the, you know, the tuna sandwich that I had at, at six O'clock uh, was was very fishy. And anyway, going back to and I'm just <laughs> sat there like, what's he going on? But what? What? Uh, but yeah. So um, we've managed to rearrange it. So if there's anyone listening that um, had tickets for Leeds, we are going to be read. We're going to be doing it now on the first weekend of the new academic year. So the fourth of September. It's a slightly earlier start. Five o'clock start. Five till seven. Um, all the tickets are going to still be valid. However, if you can't make the 4th of September, you can obviously get a refund um, and we'll hopefully get a few, you know, if you can't make it, someone might be able to take your place, but you'll be able to get a refund from the from the venue. I'm just gutted. I mean, obviously, it's, it's nowhere near as bad as if it was a wedding or whatever it might be, but... I was just, I was just hoping that was going to be the big, the big comeback, hurrah yeah. of you know after everything we've been through, we could go out and have a right, yeah, giggle, rip, but... rip our face masks off and go to town, <laughs> yeah. But it's not to be. We're just going to have to wait and see. Um, so the new date is the fourteenth of Ju- July. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the oh, show. The new, no, the new Freedom Day. Or oh, the new Freedom Day is the nineteenth. Yeah. yeah, and the following weekend we're on a stag do, in Newcastle. Well, yeah. Like a football tournament. A veterans football tournament. God, we're getting old. We are getting old. I'm going to test money out. I'm going to play five aside on Thursday. I don't qualify. I've got a dime of agri. Nah, you'll qualify. <laughs> You're the right size. <laughs> Might not be there in age. That doesn't make any sense. There in stone. Um, so yeah, so that's that's uh, an update on the tour. These tickets for all the other shows available on the website. Um, obviously we've added a few new dates so really excited about that so because the problem was when we came to rearranging it I literally had no dates at all the 4th of September was literally the only date I could do and the venue could do so that's what we've gone for so that's a way in which you can kick off the new academic year if you yeah it's a good way it's a good way to start the new academic year the fact that it starts at 5 finishes um, at 7 finishes at 7 means that you can go bottomless brunch hit the two Mr. P's up, then hit the massive sesh. That's the plan. That's my plan anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you might have also seen, if you're part of the Facebook group, that uh, you can vote for the two Mr. P's in the British Podcast Awards Listener's Choice. Now, I know earlier on in the year, we managed to pick up uh, another award, but this one is the biggie. This one is a is a biggie. Um, previous podcasts who have got you know uh, gold, silver, bronze have gone on to get so much exposure and so many opportunities. So it would mean the absolute world if you could take a second 
and just go to the britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote and just search to Mr. P's in a podcast. Uh, it's purely based on whoever gets most of the votes. Obviously, we're competing against some of the big boys. You know, Chris and Rosie Ramsey's podcast won it last year and they're on something like 37 million views. I think, no, no, 70 million views, I think they said the other day. I think they've had like, oh, anyway. Um, but can't win it without getting a lottery ticket. Can exactly. You? That's what you said exactly. to me the other day. So we'll have to see. Um, but every single one of your votes would mean the absolute world. So please do head over there and uh, vote for us. We'd be yeah, no, really yeah, appreciative. We, we would massively. We'd be really appreciative. Yeah, we would. Yeah. We'd appreciate massively. You see, I always shorten it. <laughs> if, I, if I can't be bothered spelling it or saying it, I'll just shorten it. We would preach massively. Um, yeah, it's something that we, you know, when we did win that other award, the Listener's Choice Award, it was amazing. Um, and we would love, yeah, we would love another kind of bit of silverware. <laughs> been, work, been working hard all season on these weekly apps. We're so talking about some. it's coming home. Let's let's get the listener choice coming out yeah, as well. Yeah, that's, um, that's the dream. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be amazing just to be in the mix, to be fair, to be uh, rubbing shoulders with the big yeah. boys. Uh, to be honest, it's, it, it'd just be wonderful to be nominated. Uh, <laughs> we'd have to go from there, you see. No, it's not a nomination thing. We've not been nominated. It's literally anyone can vote for any podcast. Oh, God. Just so it's, vote. Just, it's, it's purely based on votes. So we can't even be like disappointed if we don't win because we've not even been nominated. <laughs> so what did they just announce? Did they announce like top six though? Uh, last year, what they did was two weeks before the actual ceremony, they put a list of the top 10. Mm. So, I mean, that would be a huge achievement in itself. But yeah. I think they then award gold, silver, bronze. So... I think last year off the top, I'm saying this, I've definitely researched it. So Shag Married Annoyed, Chris and Rosie Ramsey's podcast won it, was yeah. won it, um, which I enjoy. I listen to when I'm down in the gym, when I'm, when I'm pumping iron, when I'm getting those gains, God. I'll have a little chuckle along to that. Uh, there's another one I've been listening to recently. I mean, obviously, if you don't listen to My Dad Wrote a Porno, you're missing out. But then Alice Levine does another one called British Scandal that I've been enjoying. Uh, Red Handed won Silver. So that's uh, a true crime podcast. I've listened to a few of them. They're all right. And then I think it was like a Liverpool supporters uh, podcast. Really? The Anfield Rap or something like that. They came third. Right. So who knows? Got to be in the mix. So appreciative if you could all spend a couple of seconds and just vote for us with that one. Uh, and again, thank you very much to everyone who's pre-ordered the book. It's getting closer and closer and closer. It's only a couple of weeks and then we're recording the audio book. Yeah, that's true. You keep saying you're really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an absolute chore. I know, yeah. <laughs> the fact that we record, an, <laughs> we record an episode and mispronounce every tenth word wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to then record ourselves. I don't think I'm going to appreciatively <laughs> as much when I'm actually there, but... Yeah, to be fair, the audiobook should be classed though, and the book is fully completed now. Yeah. It is all steam ahead. <laughs> can, can we um can we talk about the legal read that came through? So basically, I'm learning loads of this. Are we story. allowed are we allowed to talk about that? I don't know. <laughs> no, because we haven't actually got consent yet, have so we? Have you not got right so, No, what? I have I have I have got verbal. Right. But I need okay. written dinner. Yeah, but it's what they said about it. It's what they said, <laughs> Right, yeah. so I'm going to say it because it might help sell have, a few more books. Well, I have You got, get it up, right. So it, yeah. basically what happens is um, you obviously write, you, we, we wrote the book, uh, we wrote 
120,000 words. It then got edited down to about just short of 90, I think. Uh, and the lady, Helena, who's been, been the copy editor, has been unreal, done a, done a fantastic job. So we've got the sort of drafts through. We've done our acknowledgements, dedication. Um, Sadler Doodles has been working hard on the uh, illustrations and we're just about should be able to announce the final book cover very, very soon as well. So the actual cover you might be seeing at the minute is only a holding cover. Lots of discussions around that. Again, the the fact that don't judge a book by its cover, it's a lie. <laughs> the cover <laughs> is actually really, really important. But then it gets sent to lawyers. So the, the lawyers will have a read through the book and basically anything that tends to be uh, or could potentially be libelous. Yeah. That's the right word, isn't it? I, don't know, I, I feel like you libel. today. Libel. Anyway, anything that we could basically get in the crap I, with. You feel like me? <laughs> I'm saying words and I'm just questioning myself like, is that the right word? You feel like me today? Is that why I heard you before? Man, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so there's obviously characters that we've, we, we, we reference in the book. Uh, and so you need to, you need to get permission off this person. You need to get consent off this person. Yeah. There's a couple of stories where it's like, you know, this could potentially be da 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 da. Um. So I mean, it's a couple of listener stories. So it's completely anonymous. I'm not going to be able to get permission off an anonymous person. But anyway, then there was this one about yeah, Cockney so, John. So this is kind of because you've not obviously you don't you've never worked with Cockney John. So this is strictly. <laughs> this is strictly what i've written about cockney john and it says it gives the page numbers and then it says name cockney john and then it says please see extracts and then it says libel and then it goes on to say these extracts carry the allegation that cockney <laughs> You've absolutely done him in on this book. <laughs> These extracts carry the allegation that Cockney John objectifies women, <laughs> swore at children, <laughs> is generally incompetent, and does the bare minimum. <laughs> I consider this to be defamatory and likely to cross the seriousness threshold. But to be fair... <laughs> to be fair, he is... <laughs> He's uh, he, he, I think is people know Cockney John now, and through his work with his little little snippets on here, with his stuff for the live episodes. With if you've listened, managed to listen to the North South Dad Vide, which is the the podcast that I do with Cockney John now. Um, he is he is a good guy. He's he's he starts a, in the right. He's place. an yeah. He's an acquired. And taste. of course, of course, if anything ever does come back, <laughs> we're making this clear. Certain things we say about Cockney John are exaggerated for dramatic effect. Nah, <laughs> I lied. Um, no, but he is a good. And, and to be fair, he, he, I, I, there's a few bits there that I'm a bit like, how did he get that? Like, how did he get that from it? And so, yeah. but then saying that, quite a lot of the stuff that I wrote about Cockney John was in my early stuff, wasn't it? Which yeah. was written well over a year yeah. ago. Yeah. So I can't really remember too much of it. <laughs> so actually said. exactly. But but anyway, by the book, if you want to, if you want to read <laughs> about the real Cockney John, to get to get an insight into the real Cockney John, uh, what is? And of course, you can get your, get your copy. Nineteenth onion, bro. Uh, layers. You, you can pre-order the audio book as well. 
So you, you've got three options, guys. You can get it as a Kindle, you can get it as an audio book, or you can obviously pre-order the hardback. But please keep do because, as we've said before, our best possible chance, this is what we keep being told, of getting uh, in the bestsellers list, potentially, there, there we say it, up there as number one, will be in that first week of sales. So we need as many people to buy it because if you pre-order it, your pre-order counts in that first week of sales. Yeah. So it might even be a case of you thinking, well, I'm away on that date and so I won't be able to read it till I get back. doesn't really matter. Just if you pre-order it, it means your order will go towards our first week of sales and that is going to be our best chance of getting getting it to be um, a bestseller, which would just be, just be unreal. Just be all our dreams come true. Yeah, so just do it, yeah? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. Just, just do it, please. Right, so um, just before we take a bit of a break, before we get into some of the features, um, I've got a couple of sort of stories that have come, well, not necessarily stories, but a couple of comments uh, that have come through. I just thought we'd start with this one here. Sorry, not sure whether I should be posting it. I'm currently on maternity leave and missing all things school. I've now found your podcast and it has been just the tonic to make me giggle and look forward to going back to work. I've started from the beginning and currently on episode 12. Looking forward to catching up with all the episodes soon. <laughs> what a lucky so-and-so oh, up to episode 12. I know. It's hours. We're now on episode 86. There's there is hours so left. Much. Like, I think if you if you were to take all those hours of podcast content, how much of it <laughs> would you say would be cry-laugh material? Like, what percentage of it? Do you know what? I... <sighs> Of what you say, or I say. <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? I'm going to go 50%. I'm going to go 50-50. 50, 50. 50, 50. Like 50, 50. You know, Lamar. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other 50% made up of? Absolute tosh. Absolute. I'd say 20%. No, I'd say rants. 10% rants. 10% rants. 10% rants. 10% catch up. Yeah. 10% school related stuff that's, that's more like, oh my God, yeah, totally. But not, yeah. ah! Yeah. Seagulls. Ah! Um, and then I think it's just 20% of just general chit chat of just like craziness or current news or things like that. Um, one thing I do want to say though, last night I put on my Insta story. If you don't follow that to Mr. P's podcast on Insta, get there. Um, but I actually put on like last night and I'm not going to lie. This was a little, I've been feeling a little bit low. Obviously we spoke about obviously the bad, the bad kind of, uh, news that we had in the family recently, and and yeah. that hit me hard. And uh, just just in general, I don't know. I've just had a bit of a bit of a lull. Did you say lull? Bit yeah. of a lull, yeah. yeah. And uh, but I thought, you know what? Right, come on. I'm uh, you know this isn't me. You know this isn't me. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> and I just thought, like, let's get you know, let's go back to doing the greatest show. So I uh, second greatest showman reference. Uh, so I. Put on my Insta story last night, like, um, uh, we're recording, or new ep coming tomorrow, who's missed us, question mark, and it was pure, it was unadulterated fishing. (laughs) I don't mind it, I don't care about admitting that. You threw out the line. I threw out some sardines. Is that what you use? I don't know what you use when you fish, you don't fish. When the seagulls see the troller. (laughs) The troller. It is because they think sardines. <laughs> oh, yeah. So whatever. <laughs> throw maggots, right? I threw right. out a... Mi- <laughs> I threw out... A load of worms. Yeah. <laughs> I threw out a picture <laughs> of my maggot. <laughs> and then... Really? And then, to be fair, um, 
you know, so many lovely people who are probably listening to this message back kind of like, oh, I've missed it so much, oh, I've missed it so much, and then people are like, oh, I'm isolating, oh, one, one woman got back like, oh, I've had a really tough time, I've been going through a breakup, and all this kind of stuff, and all of it was just like, can't wait for the pod, and I'm not going to lie, I just want to say thank you, because <laughs> it, it gave me the lift. And I felt like I'd caught a real live one. <laughs> and I was reeling her in with every every message going like, uh, yeah, well, I've missed you. <laughs> like, oh, I am suddenly... It's like when it's like a power boost on a game. You know, yeah. like, like, living up. <laughs> but yeah, no, appreciate it. So I've got another little story to share. Now, we're going to flip a... I'm not going to do it as an official feature, but I'm going to tease you with this one and then maybe it could become a feature. But... Uh, Please read, it says, I was thinking of this story for a diabolical leader, but instead flip it to inspirational leader feature. (laughs) I've listened to your show for a while, but I've never submitted a story until now. Our school is the central point of a pretty poor estate. The area scores pretty low on the IMD. Yeah. Go on. uh, It's got to be something, something database. No, the index of multiple deprivation. It actually says in brackets, index of multiple dep- deprivation for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually know that? I didn't know that, no. Right. For, Ad- for Adam that. and Lee then. Yeah. <laughs> for Adam and Lee. We have a higher than average percent of uh, children entitled to FSM. Free school meals. Well done. And non-road legal motorbikes can be seen and heard whizzing past the school gates with former pupils riding, wearing no helmets. <laughs> All that detail. <laughs> That's someone who's really so, niggling yeah, about helmets, isn't a, it? Yeah. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. Recently, a terrible tragedy struck our school. A young girl who attended our school sadly passed away very suddenly. Heartache and grief gripped our school, followed by the alarming news that the family were unable to afford the cost of the funeral because of COVID, furlough, and, the, and a whole host of other reasons for their beautiful daughter. This was a blow to everyone. But the next day, our principal, with the permission of the young girl's family, had set up a Just Giving page and had set himself the challenge of running 10, 10,000 metres over a course of a weekend in order to raise enough money to pay for the funeral. It took him two days to reach his target of 700 quid. Today... Uh, Sunday 21st of March it's the second day of his challenge and the donation page has reached £5,315 the story behind it is a tragic one however it's always the heroes that shine through in other, others hours of need our principal is an absolute hero and the whole of the staffing team are behind him 100% what a truly inspirational person to do that and raise that much on a final note, after a weekend of running 100 kilometres, I'm confident there will be no unexpected butt-clenching principal drop-ins up the corridors this weekend <laughs> as there are stairs going up every 10 metres. <laughs> ah, great show, boys. You live my spirits every time I put you on. I wouldn't have coped without you. Keep up the fantastic work. So I think we deserve yeah. The principal there. <laughs> I couldn't help but think... Uh, the whole staffing team are behind him 100% if it means he's not doing a drop-in. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, uh, I mean, has he always been that inspirational? It's, I was thinking of this story for a diabolical leader, <laughs> and he's like, but had to flip it. So, I mean, this principal, massive fair play, but was he just dropping McGovern? I mean, then, that, is, that is some dedication. Nah, Running amazing. a 10K is... is a challenge. It's amazing, you know. I tell you, here's one that I did the other day. I got I got a memo 
You know, like we're both on. Now. I was about. I was thinking then. How are you going to match this? No, I, how are you going to match running I, ten I, no, ten no, days no. in a weekend? Listen, I, I got, I got, I got a memo from uh, these. You know, the girls who came up with the bingo, the live. Oh yeah, the, the episode um, bingo. The what they called the spirit animals. Spirit animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were doing a charity walk for breast cancer. Now, it it came through. Like matter of days after we lost grandma and obviously one of the reasons we lost grandma was was yeah. breast cancer on it so they'd obviously paid the diver for the memo and it was for an inspirational talk from me i mean <laughs> it did make me laugh because i was a bit like you know i don't know what i'm offering here so i sent the memo but on the end of the memo i i got them to get in touch with me and yeah. obviously gave them the memo back the money donated it times times four actually oh nice i know uh, or was it times four? Maybe times like three and a bit. It's always adding that gift aid as well, isn't it? And you know what I'm like with with the exact amounts. I had to like do it so it was perfect. But I did donate. And if you're listening, Spirit Animals, massive well done on your uh, your long walk and stuff for for a great cause. And yeah, hopefully I helped a smidge. Yeah, yeah, fair play. I mean, I love that story. And again, guys, if you've got an example of inspirational leader stories. We are more than welcome to hear them. You know, we're not about negativity on this podcast yet. We will, um, you know, if we get... We'll, stu- dig, we'll, <laughs> we'll dig the bellends out. But even in the, in the diabolical leader stories, what we're trying to do there is spread positivity. So in, that when you, look hope. At your, in, when you look at your head teacher and, you know, they might have the odd bad day, they might just not quite always agree with what you want. You're still sort of going, yeah, but it's not as bad as what we heard on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's true. Like, no one's perfect. And it's and I actually got this. Uh, this again before we do go into the features, I just wanted to read this out so I didn't forget because we really do appreciate you getting in touch on the website. There's always you can always message on the Facebook group, always message privately on Instagram to keep it all. You know, uh, the word uh, anonymous. Yeah. And uh, which is a sucker to spell in it. It is a real toughie. Uh, anyway, uh, lady here messages yesterday. I don't know if this is a teacher injury, but I was in the hairstyling salon role play area with the children this week, and the children were very engaged, washing my hair using the hairdryer. And I was asked to choose a hairstyle that I would like. I chose the pigtails. They got the clips and hair ties to achieve the style I wanted. One child turned around. Miss, why is your hair on the floor? (laughs) I stood up and quickly turned around to find another child with a bunch of my hair in her hand and scissors in the other. To say I was upset was an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) Then he says, like, fortunately, she cut it from underneath my hair, so it's not as noticeable. (laughs) Then this... To add insult to injury, today I was changing my face mask and one of the children said, Oh, miss, you look so much better without all your pimples all over your face. (laughs) I mean, I love that. It happens all the time. Like crazy stuff like that. Throw it our way. If you, uh, another one we got, um, in response to the funniest thing I've ever heard a child say. And... um, Obviously, there's so many posts we've put up over the last few weeks where you've contributed so many amazing stories. We're not even probably going to touch many today because there's other listener stories we need to get through. When telling my kids there would be something different about me on Monday, 
in brackets, I was getting married. Uh, and asked the, asking the children to guess. One child asked if I'd be having an operation. I said no. And she turned so innocently to the fr- to get to her friends and said, so she isn't going to be transgender. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> right, now, again, just before we get into the features, this one was quite a... It's been put under a massive O category, but uh, I'm going to give it its own airtime. Hi, I wanted to submit this massive O, which is about the podcast itself. I'm fairly late to it, but I'm gutted I didn't start listening earlier than I did because I absolutely love it. And it would have would have been a lifeline in lockdown. But I have to confess that one of the reasons I didn't listen to it for ages is that even though I love all the Mr. P videos you do on Facebook, I thought Two Mr. P's was a professional development podcast. And you would have been wrong. No, it's not. It is and it's not, I say. Like, no, it's not. And I just didn't fancy that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, so what did she, she she thought it was like a podcast of like, uh, you Guys, know, like, today we're going to talk about pupil premium. Oh my days, yeah. imagine me doing that. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> today we're going to talk about strategies where you can get your children to behave. <laughs> Why have you changed your voice? I don't know. Because it's professional, isn't it? It's going to be like, Guys, stay tuned as we talk through the top five teacher callbacks. Yeah. You, you, you struggling with guarded reading? Stay with us. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, yeah. my God. As we're going to count down our top five picks <laughs> of Beryl pens to use on the whiteboard. <laughs> oh, my God. We yeah. should do a fake app. Like yeah, just one app. One app where it's proper just like, I'll tell you what, guys, here you go. And in today's episode, we are going to talk through... Ofsted's new implementation <laughs> guidelines. You want curriculum help? We're your guys. <laughs> I just wonder how many how many listens we'd have had. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be doing live shows. No chance. Imagine a live show. <laughs> Welcome, guys. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> this is just me today doing my CPD. You're ripping me going. Imagine if we had to do that. I've literally been doing that on Zoom all day. Oh god. Anyway. Right. But it's the way and I just didn't fancy that. Uh, Don't blame me. Yeah. I kept seeing pictures of you and the other Mr. P on Facebook and thinking, that's such a coincidence. How does he find a brother uh, sorry, how does he find a teacher that looks so much like him? <laughs> then I started imagining that you turned up to a school one day and that you'd seen this random teacher guy in the audience and had this massive lightning bolt moment like when Joey <laughs> finds his identical <laughs> hand twin. In my imagine, you'd, in my imagination, you'd gone up to this random lookalike teacher, and then when you found out his surname also began with P, you'd come up with the idea of the podcasts. <laughs> After weeks of pleading with the random Mr. P lookalike, he finally agreed. <laughs> I had this idea in my head for ages, and when I finally took the plunge and started listening, Adam introduced himself as your brother, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was a proper, proper face palm moment. I'm such a wazzock. <laughs> 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 it 
Anyway, I want to I want you to know that the pod really gets me through. I love all of it. The stories about school, which are universally relatable to anyone who works in a school, but also the stuff about your families and the legend that is Nana Maureen. I'm only a few weeks into lockdown episodes, so I've still got a, quite a lot of catching up to do. Anyway, I thought you'd like to know that until about two weeks ago, there was someone <laughs> who truly believed in the Mr. P doppelganger theory. That's hilarious. I've never had like a conspiracy theory about them. <laughs> Quite like the name's one. the name's Adam <laughs> Adam Pennington. <laughs> People call me Mr. P. And this week we're going to be discussing. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's hilarious. I love how much detail it was. Like in an assembly, spotted. It's insane. Well, uh, it reminded me that on a training day that I did in a school, there was actually a teacher that I came across called Lee Parkinson. Really? So he had the exact same name as me. Didn't look anything like me, though. Steve McDonald. <laughs> he didn't look anything like Steve McDonald. McDonald, yeah. Right, so we are going to take uh, a quick little break, and then we'll be back with some features. If you'll subscribe to our podcast. You know, it's all about how to get the most out of your partner. And we're partners. So we know all about it. It's good. Get it wherever you want to get it when you go and get it from your podcast place. Richard and Greta. You know. You know. Oh my god, that's... Disgusting! Oh, proper! Disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes? So it's been quite a while, it feels, since we've done some disgustings, and I had a little, um, I had a little gander to pick out some new ones. And and to be fair, I think you picked, you did a new post, didn't you? I did do a new and, post, and it's got and crazy got amount of comments. But like I've not over a thousand. But this is not from that post because right. I actually picked these for the last step, but we didn't have time, and I only remembered as I was going through because my iCloud storage is full. <laughs> Uh, I was going through deleting stuff, and then I realised... Can I just start with one little one? Because this, this made me laugh. Is this disgusting? In that disgusting post, over a thousand, just okay. a quick one that got the most amount of likes. Oh, right, okay, and it yeah. just said, a child thrown up an assembly, and the head teacher slipping over in it. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I've, I've got one here, and I'm going <laughs> to throw it out to you now. This is by far... One of the worst. This is by far right. one of the worst. Do you want to save it until the end? Yeah, I am saving it until the end. Oh, right. So have you got others? I've got, I've got like two. Two and then the biggie. Right. The two and yeah. then the biggie. Right. Okay. So one child pooed behind a bush, wiped on a leaf, and posted all the evidence through the office window. <laughs> I mean, that... I don't know if that's just disgusting or, or playing, <laughs> playing like sick... This one. Reception child creating a beautiful picture at the drawing and writing table. I say, what a lovely picture and very neat colouring. I then realised his finger was bleeding and he was using the blood to colour in his picture. Future Damien Hurst. <laughs> and then I have got, I've got the absolute grimmest of the grim. Right, let me get through a couple then. So to your post on the most disgusting thing seen in school, I was helping collect in the Harvest Festival 
donations and a child proudly handed me a carrier bag with some tins inside. I pulled out the tins for the display along with a used condom. <gasps> oh, that my God. Funny. That's weird, isn't it? It's like they've gone to, like, Aldi or Tesco <laughs> and got some, like, beans and sausage <laughs> and then gone, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> This, this, this beans and sausage is making me ram there. <laughs> uh, right, here we go. So after the school bully story on the pod where he had he had a poo in the sink. Yes, that? yes. Adam made a comment about it being uh, about it being four D and that he could smell the story. Oh yeah, yeah. Was this, that a chinwag? No, no, that was on there. Was it? This reminded me of when I used to work at the cinema before becoming a teacher. Spy Kids Four. Yeah, was out. Game over. And it had been branded as a 4D film. Oh, is it? It's not game over, is it? Spy D. Is Spy that Kids sliced alone. No, Spy Kids 3D game over. Yeah. And then Spy Kids 4D was Jessica Alba. Yeah. Really. Anyway, when collecting their tickets, the customers were given a scratch and sniff card to get the full 4D experience. When the film was on, a message would come up at the bottom of the screen to instruct the audience to scratch off the box relevant to the scene. There are about 12 boxes to scratch off in total, but early on in the film, one of the boxes, maybe three or four, was the smell of a dirty nappy. Not only did the whole screen stink of poo, but every time the audience needed to scratch off another box, they were just breathing in the dirty nappy again. (laughs) We had a lot of complaints, and safe to say, I don't think there was ever a 4D film released in general cinemas again. Something best left to the theme parks. As if. I can't remember. Do you know what I have an issue with? I just don't think anything sounds good when it's scratch and sniff. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I just, like, you could say, oh, there's this 4D. That's that German coach. But, you know, there's this, yeah, Yak and Lou. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where he just, he goes up his crack, down his gooch, up his pits, (laughs) then straight up his nostrils. No, but it's like, you could say to me, right, there's a 4D film coming out, yeah. Bruce Willis, Jennifer Aniston, it's all you. And I'm going like, yes. Then they were like, here's your scratch and sniff card. I was like, oh, God, no. Right, are we ready for it? I'm not, I've got one. I've oh, got another one. I've yeah. got another one. I know, but it's not even that long. I'm just aching to delete it from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right, okay. I've got a few here, but I'll go... With, I'll go Two more. Two, two more. more, right, go on. When you're in PPA, when you're, uh, this is like, <laughs> when you're in PPA. Hey, we're all, <laughs> we're all school staff here. When you're in PPA. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so it, I, I, it's like one of those, you know, when you're in PPA and a reception child chucks a dead bird at your TA. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, that's exactly oh what it says. <laughs> like every teacher's like, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Happened twice today. Uh, not quite what I was expecting to return to. I hope you can make everyone squirm with this one, guys. Love the pod. Right. This last one, I think this can... Uh, I think this might take yours. Did you eat, yeah? Yeah, right. Here we go. Right, just, we go. just... We couldn't uh, even put this up on a poll. Who's got the worst disgusting story this week? Mr. A, Pete or the other Mr. Is Pete? A, uh, here's a quick little, little shout, though. He's just... Remember, it is the disgusting section. If you are eating... Um, I hope it's nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is as disgusting as like funny because what the child. Right. Anyway, right. my mum was a preschool teacher, and here's the best story I ever heard from her. There was this kid who bit everything. He chewed on toys, 
walls, teachers, and of course, other preschoolers. Mm. So one time, this child comes out the bathroom that is in one corner of the class and his pants are down. And of course, his willy is hanging out. The second my mum notices, the biting kid does too. Oh, no. <laughs> but he's It's in like the op- a really weird Jaws sequel. <laughs> no, it's like... All I, could, all I could imagine is the soundtrack. <laughs> I was thinking more like... As the kid's getting closer. So, the second my mum notices, the biting kid does too, but he's in the opposite corner of the class. He starts sprinting towards the boy. And my mum <laughs> yeah. does the same. But she, being in her 50s, is slower. But she's closer to the naked kid. She gets there just barely in time to grab the kid who just standing there and takes him off the trajectory of the biting kid who's on with his mouth open, charging like a torpedo. If she didn't get there faster, the kid would have probably been scarred for life. Free circumcision in reception. <laughs> yeah. That living torpedo is about 10 years old now, and I heard he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It's good. Can right. you imagine if that would have happened? And uh, how would you get away with... T- uh, there's been an incident today. <laughs> Jack, Jack's mum, how are you? Can I just have a quick word? There was an incident today. Yeah. Jack's now Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right here we go. You right here we go. Up. Yeah, and, and rightfully, I don't think anyone. When I read this, I was going, "What?" You know, like kind of like I felt like a surfer dude. Like, really? <laughs> what? Like Shaggy, Scooby Doo? Like, what am I reading, Scoop? Right. right okay. Two. Hey, give it. Have you gonna done a disclaimer? Eh? It's just. Like, it's just. Is, right. Okay. This is just. It, it's just grim. Okay. Two reception boys with their mouths against each other's anuses pretending to suck the poo out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it feels like, you know, they're learning learning about insects and then they've decided to do a human centipede. (laughs) (laughs) That film, isn't it? Oh my word. Can you imagine... What? Imagine, imagine an Ofsted inspector. <laughs> so what's life like in reception? Yeah, not bad. Oh, God! Oh, my Lord. I mean, again, I go back to, how do you, how do you explain that one to the parents? <laughs> There's been an incident today. <laughs> Jimmy and Johnny have now got beards. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, do you know, Ooh. I just, my hat goes off to the reception EYFS staff because always, they see something. Always. They see something. It's like, it's like the uh, family guy Vietnam person, isn't it? <laughs> I've seen some things, man. I've seen some stuff. It's just like, you can't even. I mean, you would literally come out with PS- PTSD, wouldn't you? And the thing is, they just, they just smile and get on with it. <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. It's yeah, just like. You, the you, fact that that person shared that story, I bet that person shared it as if to say, like, yeah, you won't believe what happened to yeah. them. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, at that time where two, <laughs> two boys are <laughs> faces in each of his anuses, sucking the poo out. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I've also seen some things, seen some stuff. Oh, my word. 
great days. Right, let's get into another feature. Great days. <laughs> it's not great days. It's not, is it? Is it? Well, I, the, the stories we get. Uh, it's. I love it. I absolutely no, it's great love it. Stories. I absolutely love it. Right, let's get into the next feature then. Late night, limp home, work sucks, I know, I got injured in my school, and now I feel like a fool, say it ain't so, I will not go, Saturday A&E, I wanna go home. Okay then, so, um... Got some injuries for you. Now, this first one that I've got here, it's a bit of a long one. I've got a feeling that I've read this before. Nah. But you're saying you've nah, not, right. you haven't. I've got one that I thought I had, but you're saying I haven't. Right. Well, that's if we see. have. Maybe we just don't listen to each other's stories. <laughs> right. So this grabbed my attention because it said, I first off want to say, I think I get myself confused because I obviously read it. So I've got all the stories and then I move them. It's like, that's a good one. That's going in. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, right. Um, I first off want to say that myself and my baby were fine after this incident. So it's that straight away. I mean, yeah. what what a te- what a storyteller! If you're going to start with this one, yeah. So my second pregnancy with tough. It going. was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From early on, I was in a lot of pain. I ended up having to swap classrooms for the last half term of the year as I couldn't manage the stairs and primary, but we have two floors. Luckily, there was another class in the same year group that we could swap with. I just really struggled with moving around in general, but the team I worked with were amazing and very supportive. In a way, I was very luck. In a way, I was very lucky. Baby was due at the end of August. I would- <laughs> should have been a comma there, shouldn't it? In-, in a way, I was very lucky, baby. <laughs> That's how I read it. But- oh, I wasn't lucky, baby. In a way, I was very lucky. Baby was due at the end of August, and it meant I could go on summer holidays before maternity leave kicked in, as I don't think I would have made it far as I wanted to, uh, to be- before having to leave. As I was part as I was a part time teacher already, my last working day was of the uh, happened to fall on sports day. It worked out perfectly as the scoring table was placed in a shady spot with a great view of the finishing line and all I had to do was sit and keep scores for the different houses. I was joined by different members of staff throughout the day, one being my job share and a deputy head. We had all shared we all had a shared laugh over me sorry, we all had a shared laugh over me surviving to the end of uh, to the end as both of us had our doubts. The end of sports day came and the children were sent home hot and happy. I decided that I would spend some time tidying the classroom and collecting together some of the gifts children and staff had given me that day. In a spot of madness, I decided to return five or so different sets of reading books all grouped together in about five of those cardboard magazine files. Gathering them all together above the bump, I couldn't see what was in front of me. My bump was indeed rather large at this point and baby was being monitored due to being on the larger side. Unbeknown to me, year six had already set out the benches in the hall for their performance later on that evening. Unable to see anything in front of me, including the fact said benches were out as I waddled in the direction of the library, a path that would take me through the hall, I knocked into one and went flying forward, landing on the bump and spreading books out everywhere. My cry of surprise brought a few members of staff to me as I lay on the hall floor, not allowing me to move, the office staff duly dialed for an ambulance as I was as I told them I had indeed fallen on my bump. But that was scary. Jesus. 
A young sports coach who had been into aid with Sports Day relayed answers to questions the dispatchers at the end of the other phone were asking, including the information that I had sensational diabetes rather than gestational <laughs> diabetes. Uh. <laughs> An ambulance crew arrived before long to check me over, taking me away from school to go and get checked out at the local hospital where baby finally gave me a kick to reprimand me for my stupidness of carrying too much when pregnant. I managed to carry till full term and my little boy is a chatty two and a half year old now with a nickname in the office of Sensational Diabetes as I think he will be remembered forever. That is... That was a tough listen, that. That was a tough listen. That was a tough listen. That must have been so scary. So scary. So scary. But it made me think that if that was to happen and it was Geordie PE teacher instead of that <laughs> other PE lead. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, okay, can you just tell me, how is the girl? Oh, she's, she's laying down, man. She, she's injured. She's injured. She's got sensational diabetes, man. Sensational. <laughs> uh, one more from me before I pass you over. A child flipped a table that landed on my toe, which shattered into several pieces. What, the table or the toe? <laughs> toe or table? <laughs> Never known pain like it. When I went back to work in my huge boot, a couple of children craving negative attention made it their life's mission to kick my boot and cause more pain. Oh, kicking a boot, <laughs> kicking a girl while she's down? Yeah. My goodness me. Um, I mean, right. the, who's the kid, by the way? <laughs> Flipping a table. I don't know, yeah. Right, th- this one is this one is an injury of the highest degree. I picked up the hot water flask at the end of a school play and spilled a large amount of boiling water on my foot, which was so hot, my shoe melted into my skin. What? Yeah. What I- shoes were you wearing? <laughs> Crocs. <laughs> I have never said shit so many times so quickly and loudly. Thankfully, the children that were there and their parents, only a handful, were very understanding and didn't hold it against me. I spent nearly an hour sat in my classroom sink and then a few hours in the bath at home until the vodka and painkillers kicked in. I lost the skin from the whole of my big toe in the end and had no choice but to seek medical attention. Wow. Oh, I need to know what shoe she was wearing. Because it wouldn't have been leather. Leather wouldn't, wouldn't be like a one. Doc Martin, would it? It'd have to be like a proper like, maybe one of those jellies. Do you remember them? The <laughs> jellies, jellies, like yeah. grim jellies. Um, absolute rubbers, those. Um, in an interview, I broke the whiteboard trying to move it forward and it completely snapped and fell on my foot. Never wanted to swear so much in my life. Knelt down to pick up the fallen board with tears in my eyes. <laughs> tears in my eyes. This one isn't a teacher injury. It it should be in a different section, but I'm throwing it out. I managed to hit a boy in the face with some scales while we were doing a circle time on weight. (laughs) (laughs) I was being observed by the school inspector and head teacher when I managed to bite down on my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. What? What was she doing? No, he. Sorry. I was being observed by the school inspector and head teacher when I managed to bite down on my tongue. The bleeding was so bad that as they left the classroom, my head teacher said, Do you know you're bleeding really badly? 
No way, Emma! They left me to it and I ended up being kept in overnight in the hospital having stitches in my tongue. Oh, how? What have you done there to bite that hard on your tongue? I've got two more. (laughs) That's brilliant. I mean... (laughs) You can just imagine just being like, okay, kids, the yellow. How did he die that day? (laughs) But the fact, the inspector in the head, is it inspector in the head? Yeah. Just decided to leave him to it. But I just think like... Not, not... Go and go and sort. Do you want to go to the medical room? No, but it feels like did, they did left. Did he wet paper towel? It feels like they left, and the head just popped and headed, and just went. Do you know you're bleeding quite badly, mate? Um, well, listen. Don't let me. Don't let that stop you. Keep on teaching. Be professional. Be professional. Um, on the morning, I hope, I hope if that inspector marked them down for poor leadership there, potentially. Surely, I know we're laughing in that, but the guy's got the guy's got half a tongue. He's got to teach the rest of the day. And the head teacher's like, let's move you on to year five. Oh my God. We've seen enough here. Um, let's, let's show you the teacher who's broke a f- toe because the kids flipped a table. Right. On the morning of the inspection, uh, also, uh, on the morning of an inspection, I had been round all the pencil pots and sharpened the pencils. See, this is the one that I thought I'd said, but maybe I haven't. Right. On the morning of the inspection, I had been round all the pencil pots and sharpen the pencils as i was walking around later whilst being observed i felt a sharp pain above my ankle i looked down to see a pencil sticking out of my leg <laughs> how sharp did she sharpen them what I, type of pencil as well i did end up going to the doctors later and having the wound looked at and cleaned out because if you're if you're talking like a proper HB, what the yellow and black, the yellow and black yeah, ones, classics, you can pull that out and it's still gonna have the nib on. Yeah, right. If it's one of those cheap ones you get in, like um, you know, you win at the fair or whatever, that's gonna let le- that's gonna leave some lead in yeah. the leg. Right, leave it- some lead in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> lead in leg. I was gonna tell a joke then about um, a blunt pencil, but uh, there's no point. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. Hey, and Mr. P original. Uh, this last one. Now, this is just, it, th- this makes me think of just like, mad world. Just, just <laughs> upset. At the end of my interview for my current job, I was escorted out through the office by the head. I managed to catch my heel on the top step of three. <laughs> fell, face planted the floor whilst crashing into the recycling box. The box smashed to pieces and cut my knee. I pretended I was okay. <laughs> Can you... So is it for an interview? Yeah. <laughs> so she not only fell down, fell down, she then smashed the recycling box and cut a knee. Then Garbo was just like, anyway, thanks. But the head teacher's like, we'll, we'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in touch. When are you going to let us know? <laughs> Leave it with me! <laughs> oh. oh, brilliant. Right, we are going to finish this episode with... Um, we're bringing it back. It's been far too long, but given it's the Euros, we thought we'd do a special Euro 2020 flashback throwback. Every one 
Okay, so to finish off the episode with Euro 2020 finally happening and of course the emphatic win from England in the first game. First time England have ever won a game in a Euros opener. We thought we'd do a special flashback throwback because growing up, right, when it came to big tournaments, Mm. there was so much uh, about the song of the tournament. Yeah, there was, yeah. Now, I don't know about... I don't know what's going on, but is there an England song this year? I think there is one, yeah. Maybe two rappers, maybe. Is I it? Yeah, I don't cre- know. Crept. I know, like, uh, Keith sure. Lemon's redone Vindaloo, hasn't he? Oh. With, like, Paddy McGuinness and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no. But um, back in the day, when you're talking about... I know before like, that... Late 80s, uh, 90s. Yeah. Obviously, Italian 90 was the, the first one. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've got... Well, we didn't quite make it to USA 94. No. Um, I don't know if there was one for 92, the Euros 92. I think there was, but again, again. it was a... But then you've got 96, 98, 2000, 2002. Some yeah. absolute belters. So it's simple. We've just got to pick our three favourite England songs, right? So obviously there's the obvious ones, but uh, I think I'm going to start. I'll go I'll go with my, my first choice. Oh, no, no, I'll go... I'll go my, uh, <laughs> I'll go my first choice this one, which is well, I'll, I'll ha- hand it over to you, Adam, and see if you can guess the tournament. But we're going to go with this one first. It's my first choice. Ah, uh, it's t- it's two thousand and two, isn't it? It is two thousand and two, and it is our good friends Ant and Deck. Ant and Deck. We're on the ball. Official England World Cup song, 2002. Where did 2002 World Cup take place? Uh, Korea and Tokyo. Yeah. He actually says a lyric, in the land of the rising sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I love the video. The video is what made it. You know, where they dressed Pretending up as Sven and, and yeah. Todd Grip. And I also like the ending where they go through the team. It's Rio to Heskey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Scalzi Gerard. Scalzi Gerard. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a classic. That's yeah, a classic. I'm going to go for this one. I don't know if anyone knows this. It sounds like old school Mel B of Bo Selector this. <laughs> ooh, you minging bastard. No, it goes like, ooh, we got a corner. <laughs> And it just it just carries on building. <laughs> we got a corner. I can't believe that's a song I do that. for England where I we're celebrating a corner. Daddy, can I have a yogurt? <laughs> a mullet corner. A <laughs> corner. <laughs> when was that out? What year? And do you know what? I don't know. I've, I think it might be 2002 as well, but really? I'm not 100%. That was, that's that's a niche one, I'd say. <laughs> Meat bag, sausage roll. I used to have a so te- northern, I used, to, I used to have a teacher who used to, do you remember uh, Kanan? And he used to go like, get in a corner. He, he, he didn't, he used to, if he used to mess around in class, he'd go, Parkinson, get in a corner. I wish I'd have known I'd have been like, oh, <laughs> I'm getting in the corner. I'm in a corner. <laughs> Come on, Caden, give us a goal. Right, Parkinson, get in a corner. <laughs> right, uh, my second choice is a classic. This was 98, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, 
it's Vindaloo by Fat Les. Yeah. We're from England. Where you come from, do you put the kettle on? Yeah, it's yeah. The, it, lyrics the lyrics itself sound like... Because here's the thing, back in 20... Yeah, back in 2012, I did a project with my class where we wrote and made our own England songs. I remember, yeah. Yeah, got into Manchester Evening News with it. Vindaloo by Fat Les. I'd have been annoyed if my kids would have come up with those lyrics. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not getting expected standard with those lyrics. If you think about it, uh, what's the lyric where it's like... This is it. Introduce you, please, to a lump of cheddar cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Introduce me to you, please. To a lump of cheddar cheese. What is it? Is it mint one, curl one, drop one, pearl one or something? Do you know what I said? Honestly, if a kid wrote that, like we're going to write a song and a kid comes out with, can I introduce you please to a lump of cheddar cheese? I'd be like, no, you're staying in it, break. You can have another go at that. But it's that bit in it. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. You can't help. That gets put nah, on. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Clearly. That gets put on when England are winning and you, you can't, you're losing your voice. You're losing your voice. Um, right. Your second. Right. My second one. Now, my second one is one that I've, sorry, my second one is uh, one that was... It was like the last one that had like major <sighs> coverage where it was like, oh, this this is the England song this year. And it was by Embrace. Do you remember Embrace? Uh, Embrace were a band back in the yeah, day. Yeah, and they were what like, come song? back to what you know. Oh. Take everything real slow. I wish I'd have known that when I had first when I first started snogging. <laughs> Rapid. I was like, a, I was like one of those uh, engines at the back of boats. Torpedo. Yeah, absolutely. Were you torp- that kid in the preschool? <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's this one. It's it was for 2006, and I used to listen to this before rugby. Here we go. World at your feet, there's no height you can reach. It's just, it, it's good. This, and then it is the massive drop. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, of a tune. It's that. a good tune. What year was it? 2006. Was it? Yes, it can What was the year where the Spice Girls did it? Did not have they? The Spice Girls did an England song, I'm telling you. I don't know. You should I'm know, you had the sticker album. <laughs> yeah, Spice Girls, England song. They did it with... They did it with someone who what England United it was called. Is that what he's saying? You've just looked it up. Yeah, I've just looked it up. No, the band was called England United, and the song. They did it was, with someone though. How does it? Yeah, England United. You didn't do it with England United. There was no band called England United. Artist England United. It. Uh, they're a band. Oh no, they're not. They're just loads of. <laughs> they're just loads of famous English right, people. I'll have to look that up. I, my phone's not working, but yeah, it was the Spice Girls. No, it's, 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 with, it's with loads of different Brits. That like, wasn't England United. England United, honestly, it's here. An one-off supergroup consisting of Echo, the Bunny Men, Ocean Colour Scene, and Spice Girls. There you uh, go. Right, Ocean Colour Scene might have been who I was thinking of. Do you, one of the worst football songs of all time was is this the way to the world cup no 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 it was the scotland one no it was the scotland one from uh 1998 where it was like the most depressing oh i think i do remember <laughs> it's yeah. something like don't come 
Home too soon. <laughs> that was, I mean, talk about building you up going into a tournament. They were in, they were in the opening game against Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Imagine that in the changing rooms. Don't come <laughs> home. Right, I'm going for my final choice now, my final choice. And obviously, you can probably guess what our choices are. I'm going with this one. Nineteen ninety, New World Order, not New World Order. That's NWO <laughs> from WCW. New Order, World in Motion. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that is an absolute banger. And I tell you why it's my favourite football song is you can put that on at any time, and it's a cracking song. Because a lot of the other ones, they're, they're not. That's a football song, but it's also it's a, mega a tune, great yeah. song because up until the end. It's not really a football song until it's we're singing for England, England. Like the rest of it's just a tune. And I'm not gonna lie, John Barnes is rap. Barnesy, yeah. It's my time. Barnesy, <laughs> you've got to hold and give, but do it at the right time. You can't be slow or fast, but you must get to the line. They'll always hit you and hurt you. Defend and attack. There's only one way to beat them, and that's around the back. So catch me if you can because i'm the england man and what you're looking at is the master plan we ain't no hooligans this ain't a football song three reliance on my chest you know we can't go singing for england there we go guys to be fair i'm just just going back to the human centipede in reception (laughs) and maybe they were trying to just beat each other because the only way to beat them is around the back (laughs) (laughs) And then my final choice, and you could go for the 96 one or the 98 one. It doesn't really matter. And it's this. I just like how, you know, so many jokes, so (laughs) many jokes. I mean, the worst thing about that is Badil and Skinner cannot hold it. It's like me and you doing a song. We're absolutely nowhere. Yeah, but I think we could get a good England tune out. But that hook, it's coming out. I mean, it's just, it got played at the end of the game on... Yeah, so, no, yeah, just so good. It's Goosebump Central there. It's absolutely good. Do you see Jesse Lingard in Ulti, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Love just him. Banging it out on a DJ Love set. Love him. Love it's him. quality, yeah. Three Lions. I mean, did you know, were you one of these people that got confused with the Jules Remain still gleaming? Or did you know it was Jules Remain? I knew it was Jules Remain because yeah. that's what the World Cup was I saw that, like, called, someone it? tweeted going, how did I not know it was Jules Remain? I thought it was Jules Remain. Like Jules, like the Queen's Jules remain still gleaming. No, no, no. Jules remain the name of the old World Cup trophy, which we won in 1966. If anyone tried to say that to me, I'd just go, ooh, get in the corner. (laughs) Right, so there we go, guys. We'll try and get a poll up somewhere, somehow, uh, maybe on the Facebook group, which you can get involved and share your favourite football songs as well. Um, and we will see you next week when hopefully England have qualified. Well, it will be... We've got, obviously, Scotland on Friday and then we've actually got a game next Tuesday. All right, so, so we might have to film, film record, it, record, record it on it, uh, yeah, Monday. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we've got another chinwag in the meantime as well. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we absolutely love all your support. Please do get involved by joining the podcast group on Facebook and sharing your 
posts, just people share some hilarious stuff in there. If you just want a bit of a relief, a bit of light relief about life in the classroom, people are sharing some fantastic posts on there. Um, please, please, this is my plea. You've only got a week or so, or a couple of weeks. I think 1st, 2nd of July is when the votes are done for the British Podcast Awards. If you can just spend a couple of seconds voting for two Mr. P's, we'd really, really appreciate it. Like I say, please do pre-order a copy of the book uh, just to hear what Adam actually says about Cockney John. <laughs> and um, yeah, as always, if you can leave us a five-star glowing review on Apple Podcasts, that will be much appreciated as well. So until next week, guys, keep being amazing. Uh, and we'll, yeah, thanks for listening. Ooh! Got a card.